Welcome back or welcome if you're new. Welcome to another episode of Arlene Anonymous with me, Arlene. This is the podcast where I encourage you to go do that one task you've been avoiding all while you listen in on the random rambles of this awesome, crazy, beautiful mind of mine. This is also a safe place, a no judgment zone, a place where you can come as you are, but you will leave better than you came. On today's episode, episode 22. How did that happen? On today's episode, episode 22, we're going to talk all about new beginnings. So we're going to talk about how they can be magical and basically how to cope with change. So with that, here is your warning, your disclaimer. This podcast is unedited and I am unfiltered. I highly suggest you put on some headphones because I am not safe to listen around young kids and like conservative people or like your boss. Like, I'm just going to tell you that right now. So put on those headphones. And with that, I hope you're ready to listen in and get started on that task that needs to be complete. So listen in while you're at work, at the gym or while you're grocery shopping. But first, let's catch up. Listen, we got a lot to catch up on. Okay, ready, go. (laughs) I have like a list of seven things. So sit down, get comfy. We're going to be here a while. Okay, okay. Number one. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't number them. Um, Number one. My oldest Isaiah officially got diagnosed with ADHD and a mood disorder. Um, We're going to talk more about it later. But basically, he... I've been trying to get him diagnosed since kindergarten because I already knew since he was like two. I was like, this boy, we love him, but he 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 got something going on in that brain of his. So I was like, we need you tested. And back and forth, back and forth, basically, the school was they go to the doctor. The doctor was they go to the school. It was a lot of fucking bullshit. And at one point, we lost our health insurance and then COVID and the pandemic. And But we here, okay? He's diagnosed. Oh, shoot, I need to call the pharmacy. Yeah, see, there you go. That's what happens when you process out loud. I need to call the pharmacy about the med- the medicine he's going to start. So it happened. I'm so happy. Like, I cried because I knew it. Like, my mama instincts were right. And I'm so happy that he's going to have all the help that he can get. You know, that number two. <laughs> Peanut, my three-year-old, the youngest, he officially got um, accepted into preschool. In Colorado, they call it ECE. I don't know if that's like a nationwide thing, a worldwide thing, early childhood education. Um, he got accepted into the boys' school. So, so far, next year, my kids will only be in two schools. I was so afraid I was going to have three kids in three different schools. So we will have two kid, three kids in two schools and none of my older boys, because I have three boys, the other two never went to pre-K. They went straight to kindergarten. So this is the first, this is my first time dealing with um, ECE, with preschool. I think it's P4 because he's going to be four years old. I believe, like I said, in Colorado, they offer P3. So like when you're three, year old, three years old in preschool, I can't talk. Woosa. When you're three years old in pre-K, they call it P3. When you're four years old in pre-K, it's P4. 
And again, in case you didn't know, it's pre-kindergarten. And then my boy was like, so what's the pre? And I was like, I don't know, prerequisite? Like, you know, because like K is kinder, but then kinder is kindergarten. Like so many acronyms and shortened words. Anyway, there's that. Um, My fucking car. That's how we're going to start that off. My car. We love my car. I was just talking to my friend. Shout out, Troy, about this. And love, shout out love, and oh, Amy and Melissa, shout out everybody that I fucking talked to about this. And my stories, shout out stories. Anyway, I don't know why I keep saying that. Look, we love our car, my car. She's 10 years old. Like, I've gonna, I'm gonna have her 10 years this month or next month. And, you know, I wanna say the car itself is gonna be 12 years old. Unless, like, you know, it's a 2010 is what I'm trying to say. And it's 2022 if you're listening live. And I had more issues with my tire. Remember, I had a bunch of tire issues? Well, they're back. Literally on my way home last night from working Uber Eats on cloud nine. I was like, oh my God, I did so good. I'm so proud of myself. I'm working longer because I have to make more money. So that means working longer hours of Uber Eats. And then the little sensor came back on and I was like, no, no. And last time that went on, I went to discount tire. I talked to the dudes. I came back out and my tire was to the floor. So I was like, I hope that doesn't happen. It didn't. I went inside. I was in there for like 20 minutes, talked to the dude, came back out. All my tires were like, I call it up in the air. Like none of them are flat. The guy was like, oh my God, it's your rim. It's bent. And I was like, oh my God, I don't have money to fix my rim. And I'm freaking out. And then they checked my car and he was like, no, your sensor battery was just off. And we like fixed it. And I was like, "Mm, okay. And he, I was like, how's like the pressure of the tires? He's like, they're all fine. There's no slow leak. There's no nail. You're fine. And I was like, well, this guy was talking about my rim and it's bent. He was like, well, no. And I was like, oh, my God. And that's a lesson of, you know, relax, Arlene. Like, you don't know the outcome. That's something that may or may not happen. So, like, relax. And then you know the full story and then you can go from there. Well, then today I had an appointment and the the little light came on again. And my husband was like, just come home. Like, you'll be fine. So I was like, okay. So I still don't know what's wrong with my tire, the sensor, something is up with the sensor. So yay. So with that, my six month appointment. So for those of you who are new, hello. Um, for those of you who are not new, what up? But um, I had my knee replaced six months ago. So like a total knee replacement surgery is what it's called. I had it on Tuesday, October 19th, 2021. So it's been six months as of April 19th. And if you remember, my my appointment was actually scheduled on a Friday. I want to say it was April 8th. But then I was part of that principal selection advisory team. Yeah, I remember that PSAT. I was a part of that committee. And they were like, it's, you know, we're going to do the interviews on a Wednesday. And I was like, oh, cool. My appointment's on Friday. Perfect. And they're like, just kidding. We're going to do the, you know, the interviews on Friday and you can't miss it. So I was like, well I'm gonna have to reschedule and if you know me you know I don't like to reschedule shit it's happening on the day like we doing it so that was a big deal for me I know something so simple as just rescheduling an appointment that's a huge deal so the point is it happened yesterday just kidding it happened today if you're listening on a Thursday it happened yesterday so today literally what it's 12 26 so about three hours ago I was at the appointment and they did an x-ray of my name I I talked to the surgeon. He's leaving me, by the way. How dare he? (laughs) Something about his wife. No, I'm just kidding. But for I'm happily married. Um, His wife (laughs) 
I don't know why I said that. His wife got something, you know, I don't want to talk too many details, but they're moving away. So basically, this is the last time I will see my surgeon. And I was so sad because I freaking love him and he's helped me and like he literally changed my whole life. And I feel like I have a whole new lease on life and I can just live pain free. And it's because of him. And he keeps telling me, no, it's because of you, like throwing it back on me. Like it's me because I took proper care of myself recovery wise, physically, mentally, emotionally, like. I've done the work, but I'm like, yeah, but dude, you, you fucking sawed my thigh bone. Like he was, I had to, I made him go over the surgery again. He was like, oh yeah, I took a saw to your thigh bone and to your tibia and your fibia and your labia. I'm just kidding. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said that. Oh my God. I literally, what is wrong with me? I think it's because I was looking at something else online and they were talking about their tibia and fibia. Again, unedited. You're fucking welcome for that laugh. Okay. <laughs> he's a great surgeon professionally. Okay. And everything is good, but he's leaving. And I send him my TikToks and reels all the time. He's like, keep sending them. And just know that I am rocking this recovery. And we talked about just long term. And he was like, well, I'm going to come back at my year appointment but it's going to be with a different, like, you know, physician or surgeon, whatever the technical term is. And then after that, I go every three years just to make sure everything is okay. And the main thing I need to look out for is pain. And I'm like, that's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. Because, you know, my mind is going on worst case scenarios. My mind is racing with thoughts of um, knowing how other people's surgeries went good and bad. But I'm a part of two Facebook groups all about knee replacements. And some of these surgeries go so bad that they have to amputate the leg. Like, there's just nothing they can do. Like, they have to amputate it, like, above the knee. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm just one of those people that was like, well, if that's going to be me, then I'm going to have to get a prosthetic leg. And I just start thinking about this future that is literally made up. <laughs> like, hello, Arlene, let's, we're like 20 years in the future and you have a, like, you have a prosthetic leg. What? Like, calm down, reel it back in. Let's focus on today right now. Again, we're going to talk more about that later. So there's that. So my six-month post-op appointment was today. It went well. I'm like the best, you know, patient ever. And <laughs> I'm like, you know, not to brag. But I don't have my hair down. But if I did, I would, you know, move it to the side. Okay. Okay. Water break. We still have more updates. Ready? Go. Um, Super Friday. So Super Friday was on Friday. So like you're listening, like I said, on a Thursday. So six days ago, the 22nd. Super Friday was a Beachbody event. It was awesome. Um, As you may or may not know, and I will not go into details because it is just too much. And, you know, there's just some times that I'm like, that is nobody's business except for like the people in my circle. But I'm not a part of any team. I went as me and myself and I and then a group of women who are part of a team, but I'm not part of their team. So put two and two together. Okay. So I went with them and it was awesome. And we worked out with these super trainers. They're called Elise and Jericho. They have like these beach body programs. And it was so awesome to like see them in person to work out and do their new program that's coming out on Beachbody next month in May. And it was fucking awesome. And the energy was amazing. And it was great. And I will forever say this. If you block me on social media, you are blocked in real motherfucking life. So just know that. 
cool. Before that, though, I went to the boys' school and we had career day. And I knew about the Super Friday like two, three months ago because I bought the ticket. But I only learned about career day like a week before. And I was like, holy crap. Career day and then Super Friday on the same day. I was like you know what? We just going to do it. I signed up for both sessions because you had the option of only going in the morning or only going in the afternoon. And regardless of what time you went, you were going to have lunch provided for you. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to rock it out. I'm doing the whole fucking day and Super Friday. It's going to be a long day and we going to kill it. Well, Arlene killed it. So hello, I am here. I fucking killed the shit. It, but it took me until Monday afternoon to finally get over everything that happened. So <laughs> back to career day. It was awesome. Um, I've already explained this to a few people, so let me try to shorten it. But basically, career day for an elementary school is good because most people have career day in high school or like middle school where, guess what? A lot of people's minds are already made up. By the time you're 15, 16, 17, 18 years old, you've been saying since you were four that you want to be a policeman or a fireman or a doctor or or a lawyer or like for the most part, quote unquote, the typical jobs right that is what by that time you've already been like oh yeah i'm gonna be a veterinarian i'm gonna be a model whatever it is like you already have it made up so then you have career day and yeah you go to the booths and you get more information and that's great but what about when you're in kindergarten and you actually can see the fireman and because we had a fireman we had a policeman we had a security guard and it was awesome we had like a we had scientists it was really fucking cool we had a great eclectic mix of not only careers but of like um, ages and um, races and sexes so it was awesome and um, I was trying to explain to someone like it's good for kids to see that now when they're little and not when they're older like I said and their minds are already made up so it was good and guess what your girl went as an entrepreneur and it took me forever to even realize that that is what I am so I literally walk into the gym the gymnasium and I see all these tables, which is crazy. That's exactly what I visualize. I'm really big on visualizing. Again, more on that later. So I visualized, I walk in, and I'm seeing all these little tables with names and like um, jobs on these like pieces of paper. Again, which is exactly what I re- uh, pictured and visualized. And I'm like, doctor, lawyer, you know, like whatever the occupations were. And I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm like, hmm, where do I sit? So I do it again and I look around really quick And then it wasn't until the third time that I was like, bitch, that's your seat. It literally said business owner slash entrepreneur. And I was like, that's you. You sit there. And I was like, oh, me? And here I am having a whole conversation (laughs) with myself (laughs) in the middle of a gymnasium. Thank God there was only a few people in the room. And thank God I talked to myself in my mind. But I was like, that's your seat, bitch. You're the motherfucking entrepreneur and business owner. So they said to come with tangible items. And I was like, well, everything I do is online. So nothing, I'm not going to bring nothing but my phone. Because I'm just going to talk about how I work from my phone. I do Beachbody on my phone. I do Saint on my phone. Um, Closets and more. Like, yeah, it's like a physical thing. I can, But, you know, I can, everything's on my phone, basically. And I was like, should I even do Uber Eats on my phone? Then I was like, well, like, No. Your makeup, you can bring makeup to this event. You are a saint artist, you know, bring your makeup. And then I was like, the beach body, you take all these supplements, bring the supplements with you. And best believe I bought, I brought my planner because I can't do any of this without my planner. 
at the end of the day, like I love my phone and I love all my, you know, beach body supplements and my Saint makeup, but my planner, whew, that's my baby. So I actually brought my actual planner, not like an old planner. I brought my real planner with me and I got to speak life to, to just hundreds of little kids for like six hours and it was exhausting and I almost had no voice by the end of the day but I was literally telling all of these kids two main things and now I'm gonna tell them to you so I didn't realize how much my brothers have influenced my life until I kept talking about it and talking about it and by the end of the day I had like my spiel like settled and to a T because at the beginning I was like I don't know what to say like I was kind of rehearsing some thoughts and some words but by the end, you say it for six hours, you know what to say. But Closets and More started because of my middle brother. Like, he would move um, often, and that's not a like a, di- a diss on him. It's just that for whatever reason, every year, like, his lease would get up on or finish on his apartment. Him and his girl and their kids would leave. They would move on to the next apartment and then to the next apartment. And guess what I did every time they moved? I helped them with their closet. It was my favorite part. They would literally leave the closet a mess because they knew I was going to come over in a week or two to do their closet. And I remember, I remember one time I was like, can I do your closet? And they're like, duh, we've been waiting for you. And I was like, I didn't know. And I walked in and they had like this awesome walk-in closet. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, Junior, we're going to put your stuff there. And Susan, we're going to put your stuff there. And then we're going to put your hats here and your sneakers there. And we're going to put your shirts this way. And that's how it started. Because I love organizing. I love closets. And then I was like, holy crap. I was like, number one, my brother helped me with that. And I didn't, again, I didn't even realize it until I was just, I kept saying it over and over again to these kids. And then number two, my older brother, he told me this when I was some somewhere in uh, high school, middle school. He was like, when it came to picking your career, when it came to, to just working and money, he was like, Arlene, find what you love to do and get somebody to pay you to do that thing. And I was like, yeah, I was like that. Like, those were the most profound words I've ever heard. And I kept repeating that shit over and over on Friday to kindergartners, first, second, third, fourth, and fifth graders. I said it over and over again for about six hours. And you should have seen the looks on these little kids' faces because they were like, wait, so I can get paid and fill in the blank. So I can get paid to model. So I can get paid to game. So I can get paid to do videos. So I can get paid, of course, other kids, you know, so I can get paid to, um, to help, excuse me, to help, um, animals. Like, and I was like, yes, you can get paid to do whatever it is you want to do. And then I would throw the question at them. What is it that you love to do? "Mm, I love to dance. And I was like, you could, and then I would fill in the blank because a lot of these kids, they want to do of course, they want to be the doctors, the lawyers, the nurses, the veterinarians, the firemen, the policemen, um, a lot of that. And that's great. The teachers. And then there were the kids, of course, the gamers, um, the makeup artists, because I saw my makeup. I love to do makeup. I'm like, of course you do. Um, and then there was people who would say sports like soccer, football, basketball. I was like, first of all, and I would break it down. I was like, you could. And then I would list stuff. I was like, you could. Like, let's say it was soccer. I was like, you could become a soccer player, right? You could be an an actual soccer player. You can go to school and get a scholarship and do soccer. Like, just do soccer. Then I was like, you could also be a coach. And you could coach soccer. Little kids, big kids, adults. I was like, you could become a trainer and train the soccer people. And then, of course, I brought it all back to the podcast. I was like, you could have a podcast about soccer if you love soccer that much. I was like, you can make videos on soccer. Like... 
I was trying to be like, what do you love to do? And they would like, again, say something. And I was like, you could. And I was like, make videos about that thing. You could, it's not just like be a teacher. Okay. You could be a teacher's aide. You could become a principal. Like there's just so much. And I was trying to make sure that they knew that they could do whatever it is. And I told them, look around this room. And they would all look around. And I was like, you could be anything in this room and more. And I just kept preaching that over and over again. And of course, they asked me about me and they were like, oh my God, do you have a TikTok? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, what's your TikTok name? And I was like, not going to tell you. I think I told like the first class. And then I was like, that's probably inappropriate. I was like, no, you can't know my TikTok. And then of course, I was like, I'm a content creator. I create videos. And they're like, you have a YouTube? You have a YouTube? Like, oh my God, kid after kid, you have a YouTube? And I was like, you know what? You know, I've been wanting a YouTube for 15 years. Like, I think it's time. So like, just letting you know right now, if you see my YouTube videos, please like, comment, share, and smash the follow button. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's what they say. They're always like, smash the subscribe button. But these little kids were influencing me. And now I'm like, I really do want a YouTube channel and I'm really going to get one soon. So there's that. So Friday was crazy. And like I said, it literally took me until um, Monday night because the kids, the boys didn't have school Monday during the day. So it took me until like Monday afternoon to finally like not get over, but get over that. Like that was so much energy on Friday between those little kids. And like I said, Friday night with all the adults, I, I roughly was around a thousand people on Friday. I am usually around six. <laughs> like me, my family, and Luna. That's six of us. Like that, I am not usually around a lot of people. And yes, when I do Uber Eats, you you can technically be like, well, Arlene, you're around thousands of people like when you're in traffic. But, you know, I, I go to a restaurant. There's maybe 10 people in line. There's five people cooking. You know, there's 16 of us. Like, I am not used to being a thousand people. And, you know, I'm, I'm discovering that, you know, I am an empath. I am an introvert, believe it or not. As, um, people are probably, oh, you're an extrovert. But I'm like, it took me... Like, I have fun on Friday, and if you were a true, you know, quote-unquote, because, like, you know, blah, 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 you can look all this shit up for yourself. But if you're a quote-unquote, like, real, true, to your core extrovert, being around all those people, like I described on Friday during the day with the little kids and the adults, because there were teachers and stuff there, too. And like I said, on Friday night with the adults, doing all this workout stuff, that means when I got home, I should have been pumped, I should have been rearing to go or roaring to go, whatever the quote is. Um, Saturday, I should have been like, yeah, like, let's do this. And, you know, created all this content and just, you know, been so. Ah. And you know what I was? I was happy, of course, and I had fucking fun. But on Friday night, I could not wait to go to sleep. On Saturday, I could not wait to sleep. I couldn't wait to cry and journal and like lay and relax and then on Sunday same like I couldn't wait to binge watch tv and eat like it took me as a quote-unquote true introvert I had to like let these people go and like chill so that's what I mean by I'm an introvert so and maybe there's more to that but like I said I don't have anything right in front of me to give you actual stuff so anyway there's that that's the updates. Um, I was going to talk about Scentbird, but basically, I'll just quickly say it. Um, Scentbird is a monthly subscription service in which the, you get fragrances sent to you because I used to get like Birchbox and Ipsy and 
the Walmart box and the Target box, just all the boxes used to get sent to me with makeup. Well, I usually, for the most part, I only use Saint. And now that your girl got money, you know, I'm I'm doing, I'm buying more of it. So I have more of it. And I was like, I don't really need makeup. And I've been using all the makeup for the last 15 years, you know, well, like 10 years. So I was like, we don't need no more fucking makeup. So I started to get scent burned, scent burned. I only got my second box. So don't think this is like some long thing, but um, like a long, um, don't think this is a thing I've been doing for a long time. Um, I've been wanting scent bird for men, many a year though. And I always said when I got money, I would get it. So I'm getting two fragrances scents a month to my house and um, two a month. And last month I got two little vials and I used them all up. And literally I used the last of it yesterday and my new scents got sent in yesterday. So I literally used the two little vials up. I, I was using one a day, a few sprays on me. And then literally when I, this, like yesterday morning, I'm, you know, putting it on me before I went to work and I was like, I'm done. Like it's, it's out. And I was like, well, I'm getting my new, my new ones today. So when I got back from uh, the whole discount tire situation, when that finished and then I got home, um, I came home to my new scent bird and I got two, I call them vials. I don't know if that's the right term, but, um, they smell so good. Like I can literally smell it on me right now. I want to say it's Kenneth Cole Bloom. I want to say it's Bloom or Blush. I think it's Blush because one of them is Dream. They both smell delicious, just exactly how I wanted it to smell. And I'm so happy. And I might end up getting like the real bottle because I was like, this is this is too good to be true. So like I'm putting that on my little list. So if you're needing a subscription box, no, this is not an ad. You know, I do have a list of all the people I'm going to hit up though. Like, um, hey, Scentbird, you got to add Acarid. And maybe get some free product or you can pay me for it. Okay, just manifesting over here. But um, I think it's a great birthday present, Mother's Day present, Christmas present, anniversary present. Because I hate to say it, like we have too much fucking shit for another shirt or another this. Unless they actually need it. This is to me very thoughtful, especially if they actually love perfume or love fragrances. And they love to smell good and, you know... I think this is a great present. doesn't have to be forever. You can just be like, hey, I got you something that's coming in the mail. Happy birthday. And then let, just let it come when it comes. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that is a good ad read, right? If I was to like, read their ad. Oh, your girl's just manifesting. I'm dreaming over here. Okay, listen, we're done with the updates. Like I said, it was a lot. We're not even to the meat of the episode. So let's uh, let's go on now for some tips, tricks, and hacks. All right, beauty. So I'm going to talk about beauty tips, kid tip, fitness tip, and what I'm addicted to. So that's what this portion is. So your beauty tip of the week is to put eye cream on your smile lines. You're welcome. So what is a smile line? Google says copy paste. Copy paste. And I say that so that way you know I, this is not my own words, Okay. Copy paste from Google. Smile lines are vertical lines that extend from the sides of the nose and around the mouth. So from the sides of the nose and around the mouth. Sometimes they can extend as far down as the chin. These lines are subdivided into two categories. The words that I don't know how to pronounce. So the nasolabial crease. Oh my God, I said labia earlier. And the nasolabial fold. Hmm. So there's a crease and a fold. 
nasal. Maybe it's nasal, but I'm going to say nasal. Okay, you're welcome. So just imagine like, you know, when you smile, like, cheese, you can't see me. But like, touch your nose and then just go down. So the reason why I say this is because we talked about eye cream before. I've already talked about how important eye cream is. Google it. Eye cream is awesome. Just, you know, use your ring finger. That's what they say. Again, please do your own research. Use your own products. I have... I haven't bought an eye cream in so long because they literally get sent to me because of the boxes that I was talking about. The Walmart box, the Target box, the Ipsy, the Perch box. Um, I was getting a lower beauty box for a long time. So I have three left and then I'm going to have to start buying them because I was, you know, getting those boxes sent to me with my own money and I couldn't afford, you know, $100 a month on fucking beauty subscription boxes. But anyway, um, I would put... Oh, I still do. I put eye cream on like um, you're supposed to, quote unquote, put it like under your eyes. Hello, eye cream. Then I kind of circle it around, put it on my eyelid. And then sometimes I, I would still have some left over. So I would just kind of put on my hands, like whatever's left over after I do my face stuff, my face regime regimen. I always just put it on my hands. And I was like, you know what, Arlene? Put it on your smile lines. I think I saw someone else do this. So I'm not going to front. I feel like I saw someone else do this a few months ago. And I just started doing it. I do not remember who I saw it from. So this is not like an original thing. So put on your smile lines because that wrinkles up too. But here's the thing, like you're beautiful and aging is um, a miracle. Aging is a blessing. Um, So no, I'm not doing this to make me look younger. Like I'm not against a lot of like stuff like Botox and surgery, but I'm not really for it too. So I'm just somewhere in the middle I literally think that gray hairs are beautiful, wrinkles are beautiful. But if hey man, if you have some extra product, just put on your smile lines, you know. I'm not trying to delay aging, but also like I'm not, but I am, like I don't know. Water break. Again, I'm somewhere in the middle. But I do feel like aging is a privilege. There you go. I had two cousins passed away at 18. So the fact that I'm 35 or about to be 35 and so far alive, like it's beautiful. Aging is a privilege. Not everyone gets to age. Okay, there goes that tangent. You're welcome. Okay, so just please put some, if you can, and have the time and resources to put some eye cream on your smile lines. But again, I wouldn't go out my way to get more eye cream and put it on my smile lines. And I even think there's actually products specifically targeted for your smile lines. I'm just saying if you are putting eye cream on already and you happen to have a, just a little bit extra, just put it on your smile lines. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, fitness. Um, Please don't forget your why and also have clear goals. Goals. Don't be afraid to have your goals change. So in the Beachbody community, hello, I am a Beachbody coach if you are interested in changing your damn life. And no, I'm just kidding. But um, I've always been big on like, I love you. But stop saying, like, oh, it's for my kids. I'm losing weight for my kids. And I want to get healthy for my kids. And I want to get healthy because of a wedding. And I want to get healthy because it's summertime. I'm going to tell you right now. Is it always summertime? Uh, No, right? Summer's coming now because right now today it is Wednesday, April 27th. Um, But what about in December? Are you just always looking forward to summertime? I talked about this, why I love the magic of Mondays, right? You can't always look forward to Friday. You can't always look forward to summertime. But that's just me. Um, And then you know how I feel about your kids. 
I'm so sorry, but they could die right the fuck now. And then what? Then why are you living? Oh, I only live for my kids. Like, then what? Now you're going to die too? I mean, I'm so sorry. I get on a whole thing about that because literally what it boils down to is that your why should be about you. You know, I, I want to lose weight or I want to get healthy. And here's the thing, like the whole losing weight thing, I'm beyond that. And I'm not trying to say like, well, Arlene, I want to lose 50 pounds. Well, you know, that's true. I, I do too want to lose 50 pounds. And guess what? I did it. Now what? I still got more fucking weight to lose. <laughs> so losing 50 pounds is not like this magic cure-all. Like there's still fucking more weight to lose. There's always going to be weight to lose. And even then, like, fuck weight. Like, weight is nothing but a number. Now, I do like numbers, though. So, again, don't ever get me wrong. I do believe it is a great numeric statistics that, you know, just shows you where you are at in life. I have a a scale. I call it a fancy scale because it has, like, your body weight and your water weight and your muscle weight. Just all these numbers. And it's a beautiful thing. But when I weighed myself today on weigh-in Wednesday, because, you know, I love alliteration, and it says 210 pounds... That doesn't mean that today I can't eat because I didn't lose weight. No, I'm still going to fucking eat. I'm still going to work out because I want to, because I want to move my body. So have a clear why. Don't forget your why. That's a very big question. Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to have daily movement? What are your goals? And like I said, it can be very specific. Like, I want to fit into this dress. But, like, if you're a size 16 and you're trying to fit into this dress and it's a size 8 and you got two months to do it, it ain't going to fucking happen. Like, I love you, but it ain't going to happen realistically. Like, imagine losing a pound a week or even half a pound a week. That's realistic. So if you want to lose 50 pounds, guess what? It's going to take you a year or more. I digress. I'm just letting you know. Whatever your reason why that you're doing anything fitness related have a clear why have clear goals and don't forget your why don't forget your goals and then don't forget that these can change again i lost the 50 pounds now what why are you losing weight or why do you want to lose weight why are you working out because it's awesome Excuse me. That's what it boils down to. It's fucking awesome to move my body. You know how awesome it is to fucking kill a 45-minute workout? Like, to know that I press play, I did the whole thing, I didn't stop, I did my best. Um, You know, I went up in weight. The You know, first run I did 8, this run I did 15 of whatever it is that we're doing. You know, first run I couldn't keep up, last run I could keep up. Or backwards, first round I kept up, but the last round I couldn't keep up because that's how much I pushed myself. Like, I can't even keep up with them anymore. I'm, I'm doing so good. So anyway, regardless, when it comes to your fitness, please, you know, I, I beg of you, don't forget your why. Have clear goals. Don't be afraid to change your why and to change your goals, okay? And then your kid tip of the week is, um, I saw something somewhere about like, this is not what I was going to talk about, but now that I thought about it, I was like, let me... So my kid tip of the week is very serious, but the kid tip I saw was not so serious. It's like a hack. I forget her name. She's like a bigger Instagrammer girl, woman, lady, female. And she says something about... See, this is why I didn't want to bring it up, so I don't know why I'm bringing it up. She says something about Jack and Jill at Target. I feel like that's a brand. Kate and Jack. Fuck, Cat. Cat? I feel like there's a C-A-T. Cat and Jack. I don't know. Listen, there's a name brand at Target. It's a Target brand. Something about... They have a warranty. And um, if you buy their clothes, 
And then, I don't know, see, this is why, don't quote me, just go to the Target's, like, website and look it up for yourself. Again, I was not going to talk about this. But basically, if you buy your kids pajamas today, and then they wear it for a year, you can go back and be like, it has a hole in it, and they're like, cool, here's a new pajama. Like, they will fucking replace it, or, like, give you store credit, even if it's been a year. So, like, do that, you know? And get your money back, and get store credit, and get new clothes, and basically... You're welcome, but that's not the kid tip. The kid tip that I have for you <laughs> is to advocate for your kids. Do not give up. Make sure your kids are supported and can access school. With my son, Isaiah, the oldest, getting diagnosed with ADHD, we had a 504 meeting yesterday at the school. Now, what is a 504 meeting, girl? I don't know. It's like a federal law. So what I've always heard is IEP, IEP, IEP. Your son needs an IEP. It's something about IEPs just left and right. You need to be medically diagnosed in order to have the IEP. I want to say it's like individualized education plan. Like I think that's what it is. And it is a nationwide term because I've heard it. Like there's uh, one of my favorite podcasters, Taryn Renee on unsolicited advice. She lives in California. She works with kids and she was talking about IEPs. So... They were talking about 504s, and with a 504, you do not need a medical diagnosis. So we scheduled this meeting before I knew that Isaiah had his appointment. So the fact that he did get diagnosed is awesome, but you do not need to have a medical diagnosis in order to have a 504. And what the vice, princi- vice principal kept saying was that we need Isaiah to access school. And I was like, that is such a beautiful way of putting that. At the end of the day, what I've always wanted my kids is to learn. Like, I know that sounds crazy. I don't care where. I don't care with who. They just need to go to school and fucking learn. Get out of this house. Go somewhere else and learn. Because <laughs> that's what I did. So that's what they're going to do. And I know that sounds terrible. But no, that's what I did. That's what they're going to do. So the main part is to advocate for your kids. I didn't know what the hell that term meant until somebody from church a long time ago brought it up for me. She was like, yeah, you advocating for your kids. And I was like, excuse me? I'm a what now? <laughs> She's like, you're advocating. And I was like, huh, I guess I am. Because... You know me, the most, I always say, the the mother of the year over here. Um, I always think and I feel like I'm this terrible mom, but here I am. Like, my son, there's something up with him. I didn't say wrong, but there's something up with him. <laughs> and I'm like, he needs to access school properly. So I didn't give up, which is like what I said. Do not give up. I have been trying to get Isaiah to get diagnosed with ADHD since he was in kindergarten. I already told the teachers every year, I'm like, yo, my son is hyper. I was like, my son is nothing but a little me. So I'm like, maybe I need to get diagnosed. But at this point, I'm like, TikTok diagnosed me. I have ADHD. That's it. <laughs> Thank you, TikTok doctors. Um, But I didn't give up. So like I said, I would. I remember when he was in first or second grade, the school was like, no, you need to go to the doctor. I was like, okay. So I went to the doctor. No, you need to go to the school. And I was like, this is bullshit. So then he did get evaluated. And then we switched schools. And then somewhere along the line, I lost insurance. And like I said, somewhere along the lines, fucking COVID happened. So for a very long time, I've been trying to get this boy um, diagnosed. And yet it happened. We are here. It's the present. We're going to talk more about this later. But I did not give up. So whatever is up with your kid. And I use that term with quotes and very respectfully because I don't ever want to downplay this. You know, there are kids out there with, you know, getting up. Diagnosed with ADHD, with autism, with mood disorders, with conditions and, you know, physical ailments. And I just, I never want to say it incorrectly. 
and I never want to offend anybody. So what I'm just saying is up. There's something if there's something up with your kid, like peanut, he has speech therapy. I knew something was up with him. Again, I didn't say anything was wrong. In my head, you know, something wrong with him. I can't fucking understand my kid. And I should be able to understand my three-year-old. I've understood the other two. Well, I understood Isaiah. And then Victor couldn't understand him. And he got speech therapy. And I was like, there's something up with this one. Speech therapy for Peanut, too. So, like, don't give up on your kid. Okay? Okay. Cool. Now let's talk about what am I addicted to. So, what am I addicted to? Now, again, I know... I've said it, and I'm just going to say it again. So Arlene Anonymous is a podcast, right? I hope you're cleaning and cooking and doing whatever it is you got to do, and you're almost halfway done with whatever it is that you're trying to complete while listening to this episode. But Arlene Anonymous is nothing but a play on words. I got it from How to Get Away with Murder. One of the characters were talking to Bonnie, and they were talking about Annalise because she's a Anna- Annalise Keating. They're like, yeah, we got to enter Annalise Anonymous. And I was like... That's my podcast name, Arlene Anonymous. Play on words, AA. Annalise Keating was a um an alcoholic. I'm an alcoholic, recovering. Um, what, like 10 years sober? So, like, anyway, I was like, you know what? Let's talk about what we're addicted to. We're gonna take back the power of these words that for the most part, addiction is like a bad thing. And like, you know, alcoholics anonymous, again, quote unquote bad thing. So what am I addicted to? It's always a TV show, and you're right, it's a fucking TV show. <laughs> Russian doll on Netflix. Google says copy copy paste. Ready? I didn't read it, so let's see. Okay. Emmy nominated actress Natasha Lyon or Leon, I never know how to say her name. Natasha Leon stars in this comedy drama series as Nadia. So Natasha is from Orange is the New Black and other things. She's always in a lot of things. She's never like a main. She's just always there. You know what I mean? Okay, so like I said, Emmy-nominated actress Natasha Leon stars in this comedy drama, comedy dramedy, comedy drama series as Nadia, a young woman who was on a journey to be the guest of an aunt. Arlene, help yourself. A young woman who was on a journey to be the guest of honor at a party in New York City, but. I'm just kidding. But she gets caught in a mysterious loop as she repeatedly. Damn, Marlene repeatedly attends the same event and dies at the end of the night each time, only to awaken the next day unharmed as if nothing had happened. In addition to starring, Leon co-created this show with Saturday Night Live alum Amy Poehler and serves as a writer and director for the Netflix original series. Yo, I'm gonna tell you right now, this shit is fucking bonkers and I love shows like this, like not just like boy meets girl and blah 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 have kids like yeah that's great and you know we all love shows like that this shit is a mind fuck <laughs> right anyway sorry that just made me think of ruth from ozark i don't know shit about fuck <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i love ruth so this show was crazy again no spoilers that's all you need to know um season two just dropped i watched the whole thing there was only seven episodes instead of eight like the first one it took one. I didn't even see. Okay, I didn't even see the trailer. I just knew I was gonna watch it. I saw the trailer and I was like, I don't want to watch this shit. It gets weird. I watched it. It was awesome. The first time I saw it, I saw the trailer and I was like, I'm watching it. I binged it. I binged this shit in 2019 in one night. Like I always say, my favorite thing to do is to watch a show on Friday night, like three, four, five, six, seven o'clock. 
and just watch it till like one, two, three, four in the morning. Like just fucking watch the hell out of it. Cause that's eight hours. And these shows, if they're 20 minutes, it's easy. Cause boom, you can knock out a whole season in four hours. If there's eight episodes, 10 episodes, that's five hours. Maybe a pee break in between. You know what I mean? A few pee breaks, a few snack breaks. But when they're an hour long, that takes longer. So I remember watching this around like six o'clock in the evening and I did not go to sleep until I finished it. I did that with you. I did that with Woke. I did that with Flight Attendant. I did that with, there was like some show about like a kid and like a teacher. I think it was called Teacher. I've done that with a few shows. And again, it's my favorite thing to do. So basically Russian Doll season two was awesome. And it's about this time around, it was more about time traveling and time traveling confuses me. So much like anything, I think I feel like Doctor Strange is having a new movie come out. It's just crazy because you think you're supposed to change time, so then you change time, but then come and find out it never changed because that's exactly what happened. You were supposed to be the one to try to change it, but in reality, nothing changed, and it's just like this big loop. And it's like, well, and and uh, 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 and you just go back and back and back, and that's exactly what happened with season two. So if you like Russian Doll, um, then we have very similar brains because this, this, this kind of show is not for just anybody. And at the Super Friday, we kind of ate afterwards. Not that we kind of ate. We ate afterwards, a few of us. We ate kava. I had it for the first time, by the way. So good. If you've never had kava, they describe it as a Mediterranean Chipotle, but that's literally what it is. Just a bunch of shit in a bowl and it tastes good. <laughs> But we were talking about Russian Doll because I was like, do you like Russian Doll? Or, you know, I like to suggest my shows on my stories on Instagram and Facebook. And they were like, Arlene, what the hell did you get me into? And I'm like, you're fucking welcome. You know, welcome to my brain. This show is good. So Russian Doll, if you've never watched it, please, please do. Um, And tell me what you think. Cool. So I watched it all basically. I think I watched two episodes Friday, two episodes Saturday, and like the last three on Sunday. Two, four, seven. Yep. Super good. All right. That's what I'm addicted to this week. Now it's time for some housekeeping. Don't forget, we're still trying to save money for Isaiah. So Isaiah's going on a field trip, a fifth grade field trip outdoor ed to Estes Park next month. If you would like to donate, please do. The Arlene Garcia on um, Venmo and Cash App. All proceeds will go towards that field trip. He's um, already, we've already raised 30 bucks. So, woohoo! Um, please feel free to follow me on social media. Um, the Arlene Garcia, um, just for my personal life. And then this Insta, this podcast has its own Instagram. Um, Arlene Anonymous Pod is on Instagram. Um, Please feel free to email me, um, ArleneAnonymousPod at gmail.com. Send in your own tips, tricks, hacks, what you're addicted to. Tag me on social media if you would like. And the main one is when it comes to this podcast, if you could please share it with a friend, with a foe, with your mom. Shout out, mom. But just share it, please. Um, please give it a um, a rating, whatever you want to rate it. I'm not going to tell you to give me five stars, of course. Please give me five stars if you love it. But just be honest. Leave a review if you want. And like I said, like, share, rate, and subscribe, and follow all the things. Okay? Please. Thank you so much. And now it's time for the meat of the episode. The meat! Look, and no, I'm just kidding. 
Um, if you've noticed, I've literally started every episode with the word let's. Um, again, play on words. I got it from Let's Get Up. It's my favorite beach body program. I wasn't even going to talk about this, but I was like, let me just bring it up. Um, it's called Let's Get Up with Sean T. And I've done it three times. I've done it twice. I'm um, like when I came out and then like a few months later. And then I was like, I'm going to kick off 2022 with my new knee and the same program. Let's get up. And then I was like, well, let me title every episode with let's. I think it started with one. And then I was like, well, I love um, not the sameness because I don't like same. That gets boring. I just like cohesiveness. Mm, who am I using words like that? But anyway, whenever I have a an idea for a podcast episode, um, like for example, this one is New Beginnings. And I was like, let's New Beginnings. Like that makes no sense. And I had another one, same thing. Um, sometimes I, I force it. Like I think the one about the Mondays, I think it's called Let's Love Mondays. Because <laughs> I'm like, well, I need the word let's in it. So whenever it says let's chat, that's just me wanting to talk about a topic. Um, it's not too formal. It's not a series. I don't have like too many scientific things. It's like, let's just chat, baby. Let's chat. Let's sit down. You've already listened for 40 plus minutes. I will try to keep this short um, and sweet, which means another 45 minutes. You're welcome. Even though I was like, this episode is going to be an hour long. And then I was like, I think the, <laughs> I was like, I bet you I'm going to catch up. And it's going to be 45 minutes. So anyway, Listen, let's chat new beginnings. So get your cup of tea. Maybe you've, excuse me, maybe you just finished cleaning or cooking or driving and now you can drink your cup of coffee or your cup of tea or you're still fucking cleaning. So keep cleaning. I hope I'm entertaining you and not, or I hope I'm like entertaining you and like distracting you from the task at hand, which is what, that's why I listen to podcasts. That's why I listen to Voxers and DMs because it just distracts me from whatever it is that I'm doing. Like, Yes, I do a load of laundry a day. It ain't that fun. It's terrible. But when I'm watching TV and doing it, it's just it's more pleasurable. Okay? Okay. So let's chat. New beginnings. I am going to help you with three things. And I was going to like talk about one and then the next. No. I'm going to bring them up all now because I feel like they're all interchangeable. Not interchangeable. I feel like they're all... Like I'm going to keep bringing them up, bringing them up and they're all going to like flow into the next one. Anyway, basically the three things I'm going to help you with when it comes to change, because it's all about like new beginnings and new beginnings means there's a change happening. So I want you to accept where you are. Number one. Number two, don't compare yourself to your past self or don't compare your current self or your present self to your past self. And then don't be afraid to dream big. Don't be afraid to dream big or slash and or visualize about the future. And the reason why I decided to talk about this is because there's a lots there's lots of change currently happening in the Garcia household. And then when it comes to notes, I have no more. So the rest is going to be freestyle, baby. You're welcome. So the reason why I really am bringing this up, though, is because the Garcia household is going through a lot of change. And then it made me think of a few things. So, again, I think I brought this up the last two, three episodes that I'm always trying to come up with, like, um, scenarios. I'm always trying to come up with situations. I'm always talking about this one girl who has 17 kids and she's pregnant with twins. I'm always, like, bringing up crazy shit like that. And I'm like, let me stop thinking of hypotheticals. I don't know. 
I mean, I would hope that one day there's millions of people listening to this episode, but for now, there's like 30 of you. Fucking love all 30 of you. And for sure, I know four people listening. So thank you to those four people. So like, for now, it's hard to be like, well, she's going through this. Let me bring that up. Or she's going through that. Let me bring that up. Or I just bring up a scenario. I listen to the episode and I'm like, oh my God, I bet you this one person listening thinks I'm talking about them. And I swear to God, I'm not. (laughs) So I'm like, Arlene, bring it back to you. Whenever I listen to a podcast, the host always talks about themselves. So as someone who is still learning about podcasting, it has taken me forever to to realize and be like, girl, just talk about your own life. (laughs) These people are trying to escape from theirs. So let me bring up some quotes slash some story time. So the main thing that I kept thinking about was the song. And if there's like a song stuck in my head, it's for a reason, I believe. And I feel like I know. and I don't even believe it. I know it. So, ah, shit, I was trying to remember who sings it. Savage Garden? No, that's I knew I loved you before I met you. Remember that song? That song is so beautiful. Oh, I love that song. I think. I- anyway, um closing time who sings that like radiohead listen i'm so sorry i don't know who sings that song but closing time right the quote is every new beginning comes from some other beginnings end and i know i'm trying to sing it so every new beginning comes from some other beginnings end that is a again like a time loop time change remember i was talking about russian doll and like dr strange that is very much a you really have to you know it's it's a hmm calm down it's a lovely quote and it, it's a mind fuck is what I'm trying to say because it messes with your mind. So every new beginning, which is what the name of this podcast episode is called, New Beginning, it, it comes from some other beginnings end. So when this really got brought up was in um, college. So I never graduated college. I do not have a degree. I did attend three different colleges though. And each time I learned more about myself and life than the last one but I never finished college maybe I will like it's kind of one of my dreams but yeah like um, I hate I feel like I just peaked in high school (laughs) I will forever say that and then college was way too hard like it was just way too hard and sometimes I smile knowing I'm like oh my god I'm never gonna have to write another paper like I literally just walk around the house and go oh my god I don't have to write a paper or, oh my God, I don't have no assignments to do. Cause I'll literally dream about school. Like, and then I, the dreams about school stopped. Watch me dream about school tonight. But for real, like I used to fucking dream that I didn't turn in a paper or I failed the test. Like it just gives me anxiety basically. But basically I was a freshman at CSU, August of 2005, little 18 year old Arlene in a dorm and we're all watching, I want to say it was The Hills, because Laguna Beach was a show on MTV. The Hills was like the thing at the time. And I think they were leaving something, like something was finishing, and that song started playing. And then that's when that song hit me. I've heard the song my whole life. And here I am about to be 35, and I'm still thinking about the song. And at 18, I knew about the song. So I've heard the song plenty of times, but... You know, it was not until, like, um, you're really experiencing the lyrics of the song that until you get it, you know? So, yeah, I've heard the saying and it just it never resonated with me, basically. Right. So at that time, at that point in time of my life, that's when I realized the closing time was high school. I was closing that chapter of my life. It was closing time. And I know that's more of like a bar term, like it's closing time, like, you know, final rounds or last call. There you go. I was like, man, I got I have not been to a bar in a long time. (laughs) 
last call. So the closing time was high school. I was finishing up that chapter. We all were. All these little freshmen in this little dorm room watching the fucking hills. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to say it was October because then I feel like after that, we started learning the thriller dance from Michael Jackson. Sober. <laughs> so anyway, it must have been like, you know, a season finale episode. The song is playing. So every new beginning. So what is a new beginning? The new beginning is, is, is college. College is the new beginning. So what just finished, right? Um, closing time, every new beginning comes from some other beginnings end. So like I said, the closing time is high school. You can't see my hand. Imagine high school in my left hand. The college is in my right hand. Every new beginning, right? So what is the thing that, again, you have to circle back. Every new beginning comes from some other beginnings end. The new, the thing that finished is high school. But guess what? At one point, that was the new beginning, High school was a new beginning. I literally remember like walking into like our first pep rally if of high school and like, oh my God, like pep rallies. I've never been to a pep rally. And I remember like all the, I was a cheerleader, by the way, not in my freshman year of high school. So anyway, just hear me out because I'm like, this is all going to circle back. Just give me a second. <laughs> but I remember walking into this pep rally and it was awesome. We were all on the bleachers and um, we were all on one wall. I think so. And like, correct me if I'm wrong. If you went to this high school with me, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We were all on this one side of the wall and they had it set up so that when you first walk in, all the freshmen were first. And then it was the sophomores, the juniors and the seniors. And I remember when I first along with it took me forever to realize that it was sophomore and then juniors. I was like, I just thought it was freshmen and seniors. And it took me forever to learn what a freshman was. Oh, my God. So many things I didn't know until like until, you know. So it was the freshmen and then the sophomores and the juniors and the seniors. And this lady, a teacher of somebody, she's up there or down there. She's talking to the mic and she's like, um, look around you. And I think at the time there was like 800 of us or some dramatic, maybe it was like 500 of us, you know, some big number. She was like, look around you when it's your senior year and you have this senior pep rally, it's going to be half of you here. And I was like, yeah, right. We all going to be here. We all going to be here. Like, there's going to be 500 now. It's going to be 500 then. No. I think my graduating class was like 186 or like 286. It was exactly right. It was about half. Because <laughs> people moved. You know, they transferred out. They got pregnant, dropped out, you know, died. Sorry, but, you know, that happens. That's a thing. But I remember looking at the freshman class, and it was literally, when you looked at the senior side, it was half. It was just, you know, it's like small, medium, like large, extra large. That's how it was. Like there was so many of us freshmen and so many seniors. So anyway, I bring that up because that's a very core memory of mine, or I don't know if that's the right term, but that's a core memory of mine. And I remember being so excited for high school. And what, what did that lady say too? Blink and you miss it. You're going to blink and you're going to be a senior. You're going to blink and you're going to be a senior. You're going to blink, you're going to go to college. And I was like, oh my God. And guess what, man? Fucking, I blinked, and it's going to be, what, 17 years? Is my math? 2005? That's when I graduated. Yeah. 17-year anniversary reunion. You know what I mean? Like, how does that happen? And I just remember being like, this is the new beginning. This is awesome. We can reinvent ourselves, you know. I'm in high school. I can, I'm going to dress cool. So that was the new beginning. And then that chapter closed. So every new beginning, which was now college, it comes from some other beginning's end. 
because that was the other beginning and then that ending. So now we have a new beginning. So basically this shit is cyclical. And when something is cyclical, this shit just messes with my brain because it just I just repeat and repeat and alliterate and repeat, not not alliterate, reiterate. And then we reiterate and then we repeat and then we repeat and we reiterate. <laughs> See what I mean? This shit is confusing. So new beginnings. The Garcias, again, lots of changes happening in this Garcia household. So this is what I wanted to say, except where you are. So again, when it comes to you and your life, I don't know. I'm going to keep saying that. I don't know. I don't know what you're going to accept, but I need you to accept it. What am I going to accept? Here's our, here are some things, Arlene Garcia, the one that you're listening to right now. Here are some things that I am going to accept, okay? Isaiah just got diagnosed with ADHD and a mood disorder. And I'm going to tell you right now, I've brought it up three times now. I brought it up in the update, in the kid um, hack, and now in the main meat of the episode. The main part of the episode. Maybe I should call it the main part of the episode instead of the meat. But I like saying the meat. Anyway, um, I need to accept that. I need to accept that this is his diagnosis. And I did. I already did. I've accepted this shit for, since kindergarten. But until you actually hear a doctor say something like that, it's like, oh my God. Like just this relief. Like I was right. My mom instincts. Because again, I just, I feel like I'm just this terrible mom, even though I'm not. But I'm a fucking terrible mom, even though I'm not. But I'm a terrible mom. So anyway, we're working on our money mindset. We're working on our mommy mindset alliteration. So I need to accept that. This is where he is. And he got diagnosed now, which leads me to don't compare yourself to your past self. He didn't get diagnosed in kindergarten or first grade or second grade, even though I was advocating for him and pushing for it. And, and every year I told the teachers, there's something up with him. Please don't. I would always be like, please don't let him fall in the cracks. Please let me know anything about this kid. He doesn't have a diagnosis, but I just, I have this feeling. Please look out for him. Technically, they didn't have to. He didn't have a 504. He didn't have an IEP. So they didn't have to legally. They just did because they were fucking kind and they're awesome. And I love his elementary school. I really do. I love the people who work there. And I love the, you know, the students and the staff and the faculty. So I'm not going to compare myself to my old self, which is basically saying that I'm not going to compare my mom, my mommy self. Like, Arlene, you got, he got diagnosed now. And also I can't compare him to before his diagnosis. Not that I'm saying like on this very day, your life changed forever. Like, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. But I can't be like, well, what if he was diagnosed earlier? He probably would blah, 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 blah. And if he got diagnosed earlier and he could have been on meds by now, we could have blah, 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 blah. You see what I mean? Like just all this comparing and it's like just shut up which leads me to don't be afraid to dream big slash visualize about the future so I was already doing that you know how I am about water when I shower or when I wash the dishes which is a lot I feel like I do both often (laughs) I think I do my best thinking when I'm washing the dishes when I'm in the shower and I was already thinking about the future on the drive home from the appointment as the lady was telling me the diagnosis excuse me I was already thinking about his future like he, he's going to have ADHD forever, forever, Spongebob joke, but he's going to have ADHD forever. It's not like he's just diagnosed the end. No, this is literally just the beginning. <laughs> so I'm already thinking about college, you know, but that's not to say I'm not in the present. So I'm not thinking so deep into the future because remember what I was telling you, like I get so deep into the future that I'm like, it's his last day of college. Like, you know, I'm this age. My other kids are this age. We're wearing these clothes. I'm not that deep into the future. 
I'm just thinking, okay, in college, in high school, he's about to start sixth grade, you know, at the end of eighth grade. I'm just thinking, is he going to be on meds? What meds is he going to be on? Um, what counselors and therapists is he going to have? Is he still going to have a 504 and an, or an IEP? Did we, re- did we review these 504s and IEPs? How are his teachers going to behave with him? Is Isaiah going to have enough strategies and coping mechanisms and all this stuff about accessing school? Like, it's okay to think about it. I'm not telling you to stress over it. I'm not telling you to fixate on it. I'm not telling you to do any of that. Like, hyper-focus on it. Like, oh my God, the future, the future. No, 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 no. It's okay to think about it. Kind of be prepared for it. Just have a little inkling. I'm not even prepared. I'm just thinking about it. Like, okay, just have a little thoughts. Like, this is forever, okay? So there goes a lot about Isaiah. Now, again, back to me. Really simple. Little things like this. So, um... I looked at my budget, and that's when I realized, Arlene, you work now. You have Uber Eats. We don't ask parents for money no more. Hubby never gives me money, so I'm definitely not asking him for money. And there's a lot of shit coming up in May that is due. And I made a little list, and I was like, well, you're going to have to work more. So this is what I came up with, except where I am. I am accepting the fact that I need to work more. It's okay. It's okay. I just started doing Uber Eats in January, like the end of January. I haven't had a quote-unquote real job since uh, March of 2018. I mean, technically, my last day of work, you know, I gave birth to Peanut. And then the day I was supposed to return to work, I literally quit. I was like, I gotta quit. (laughs) I don't have a babysitter. And that was July 9th, 2018. So anyway... So I haven't had, like, I call it a big girl job, like a quote-unquote real normal job. And Uber Eats is not a normal job. What is fucking normal? We already talked about that. So, except where I am, this is it. I'm accepting it. I am here financially. I have to work harder. Okay, don't compare yourself to your past self. I did that. I have my little budget book that I just started again. Like I said, when I did when I started Uber Eats, I was like, you know what, Arlene? You used to have a budget book when you had your big girl job when I worked at a call center. The one that I quit from. And I was like, girl, go get you a little notebook. And I have so many notebooks. I pulled one out. And I was like, perfect. I'm going to do my little budget book just like I used to. And it's crazy. I wrote it out. And I was like, I think this is how I used to do it. I pulled out my old notebooks from 2015 and 16 and 17. And I was like, yep, this is exactly how I used to do it. But like I said, I didn't compare myself. I did look at the little notes that I had. And I was like, okay, I am doing it the way I used to. That's why my brain reverted back to that. But I'm not comparing myself to my old self. I'm not like, girl, remember when you used to have a big girl job and used to have this budget notebook and used to make this much money, but you didn't have no kids, so you didn't have to blah, 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 blah. I'm not comparing myself to my old self. It's just, there's just no point. I don't have any books to recommend or any quotes or any YouTube channels and Instagram pages to follow, but just do not compare yourself to your past self, except where you are, okay? Which leads me to number three. Don't be afraid to dream big slash visualize the future. So with this, like I said, okay, I need to make more money um, because I have some stuff coming up in May. So I came up with a plan and, you know, I could work like an extra day of Uber. But I was like, no, I like Wednesdays for podcasting. I like Sundays off, like off, off. Like I don't do shit. Like I love that. And on Mondays is more for social media and like checking in on some of my clients and customers So I was like, no, Arlene, you're just going to work longer hours, which is fine. I was only doing like two to four anyway. Like, you know what I mean? I wasn't like I was working these 12-hour shifts doing Uber Eats. It's like two to to four. On average, it was more like four. But, you know, every once in a while, there was a few times where I did like two hours in like 10 minutes. 
So anyway, um, where was I going with that? I don't know. So the point is, I was like, Erlene, we have a plan. We're just going to work longer hours. So then that made me think, well, that's just for this month, like the like the next five paychecks, because there's going to be five Tuesdays in May, and we get paid on Tuesdays on Uber Eats, or at least I do. So again, I'm thinking about the future, like in that sense, like the, in the sense of May. So Arlene, you know, you have this, you know, Isaiah has his continuation, probably going to have a birthday party or have a celebration for him. Peanuts birthday is coming up. You know, it's going to be summertime. We got we got things we got to do. We got his trip. You know, I got to buy stuff for his trip. But then I was like, well, what about in the future, Arlene? I was like, what if this is sustainable? Because, you know, I'm all about sustainability. I was like, what if you, you continue to work four days a week in the summertime? And then, you know, either I continue that until I die, which is, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do Uber Eats forever, but you see what I mean? Then I was like, well, Arlene, what if you get like a regular job? Again, I don't know what regular is. So then it got me thinking about the boys' school. I was like, well, what if I work at the boys' school? And like I said, quote unquote, have a regular job. I don't know doing what, being a para or something. I was a para before, a para educator. I want to say is the actual term. I don't know. We just say para, not parent. Because every time I say para, people think are saying people think I'm saying parent. P A R A. And I was like, well, you know, I our peanut's gonna be in um day not daycare in pre K. That's half day. That's gonna. I mean, I've, other people probably do it all the time with, you know, obviously working a regular job and having their kid doing half days of school. But I was like, Arlene, what if you just hold off on getting a quote unquote normal big girl job? You wait until the next school year when Peanut's in full day kindergarten, Victor's in fifth grade, Isaiah's in seventh grade. All three boys will be in the same school, you know, easy drop off, easy pickups. What if I work at that school? Or again, what if I just get a job? I literally thought I would never work again because of my knee, because of my back pain, because of my headaches, because of my brain condition and my eye condition. So again, when I say that I have a newfound lease on life, I mean it. Like I can dream big. I can be like, holy crap, I can get a job, like a regular job. And as far as I know, we ain't having no more kids. Our decision was my husband's decision. And then I warmed up to it. And I'm actually really happy with that now. But again, now that Pina's about to go to kindergarten. And yes, we're again, we're in the future because he's only going to pre-K this year. So we're talking August of 2023, August of 2023, all my boys, you know, Lord willing, God, God willing, source willing, whatever the fuck we want to say, all my kids will be in school. What is Arlene doing in August of 2023? I don't even know what Arlene's doing tomorrow. So that is a very big question. It's a very big question for you as well, for you to answer and think about and ponder on. But you see what I mean? I am visualizing. I'm like, I'm literally looking at my vision board. But anyway, um... It's okay to be like, well, and I kind of call it fantasizing slash daydreaming. And it's always like, well, in a perfect world, all my boys go to the same school. Um, That is true. Like, that is going to happen. But again, I don't know if the world's ending tomorrow. So, like, you know, let's hold off on dreaming too, too big. But, and then there's a few options, Arlene. Or there's a few options. And then I talk to myself and I say, Arlene, hey, girl, what's up? Um, What if you work at that school and, like, you literally drop them off together and we would go to school all day I work all day and we go to home together but then I'm like okay cool what if I just have a regular job uh, and then I'm and then I start thinking like do I want to work at an office again and answer phone calls and I'm like that sounds terrible and I was like well what if you work from home and I'm like that sounds terrible um kind of but I'm like well what, no one's gonna be at home so you see what I mean I'm just visualizing 
And then the whole point of the whole dreaming big, me dreaming big is being like, this podcast is going to blow up. So I don't need to get a job. This is my job. I just make podcasts. Boom. That's it. I get paid $10,000 a month from making this podcast. That's dreaming big. Then I also think like, well, I do Beachbody. I do Saint. That shit blows up. And next, you know, I have all these customers and I'm checking in with them every day and I'm doing all these videos and helping out my customers and my clients. That's again, that's me dreaming big. And the same thing with the whole closets and more. My own business. I'm like, well, what if I just get like, you know, 20 clients and they're consistent and then they they lead me to more clients and then that blows up. Like that is literally me dreaming big and visualizing the future. But it also leads me back to cyclical. Back to the beginning, except where you are. Except that was my knuckles cracking. I'm sorry if that was loud. Except where you are right now. Don't compare yourself to your past self, but don't even come. Not, not that you're comparing yourself to your future self. But don't be like, well, it's too big. It's too hard. Baby, there's no such thing as dreaming too big or visualizing your future like in, in that grander, grand way. You know what I mean? Like, dream big. Don't be afraid. Your dreams are probably too small. And the little dreams I'm telling you about right now, there's when I said $10,000 a month, that's, that's, I'm talking millions. I'm trying to make millions off this podcast. Like, I, I said it here first. Unless this shit goes nowhere. And then I'm like, shit, remember that podcast I had? That was cute. <laughs> if you know, you know. That goes out to somebody. And I mean that in a loving way. So, like, she knows who she is <laughs> when she listens to that part. Hit me up when you get that. Anyway, so for real. So, see what I mean? Like, when it comes to change. So, if you are dealing with any sort of change in your life. I don't know if that is um, financially... Um, Maybe you went up in pay, maybe you went down in pay, maybe you switched careers, you switched jobs, you switched um, like positions, you switched workouts. I don't know. This can go in so many ways. So accept where you are. Like I said with Isaiah, I am accepting him as he is today now, not kindergarten Isaiah and not 18 year old in college Isaiah. I'm accepting him where he is now. And like I said, do not compare yourself to your past self don't think well coulda shoulda woulda or if i would have done that then that would have happened or i'm gonna come up with another scenario a second in a second excuse me my throat starting to act up so don't compare yourself to your past self and like i said do not be afraid to dream to fantasize to visualize whatever word that you use don't be afraid to do that so let's go back to me first water break and then we're about to wrap this up don't want to keep you too, too long. Um, I did want to bring this up. So with losing weight, because I, again, I feel like that's a really big thing, um, especially in the summertime. Again, I saw a meme and I talked about it last week, but I hate it. Or maybe I talked about it two weeks ago. I don't know. But um, a friend of mine posted on their Facebook page that was like, I'm still trying to figure out how to lose 30 pounds in, in zero seconds. And I was like, damn, this is, this is probably the worst one I've ever seen. Like 30 pounds in zero seconds. And then she was like, still trying to, still trying to figure it out. And I was like, why girl? Love her by the way, but why? So let's, let's, let's talk about that. So when it comes to me, when it comes to my knee, when it comes to me losing weight and all that stuff, like I was already talking about, I need to accept where I am today, right now. Again, today, uh, April 27th, Wednesday, 2022, 1.35 p.m. I need to accept myself now. 
I'm here for a reason. I am this shape for a reason, this weight, this height. Excuse me, for a reason. I had this knee surgery for a reason. I need to accept myself for for where I am now. And if that means looking in the mirror, and yes, if you've changed positions or got pregnant again or had a, whatever, still look in the mirror and be like, baby, I love you. Baby, I love you. I love you. You're lovely. We're going to get through this. You got this. That's why I do the affirmations at the end. They fucking change my life. Affirmations are the bomb. Accept yourself where you are. Again, if you're moving houses or you're like, well, one day I just want to get this big fancy house. Well, soon, baby. It could be a year from now. It could be 10 years from now. Soon, baby. You will get that house. But accept where you are now. Look in that mirror. Tell yourself you got this. That you're amazing. That you can do hard things. Um, sometimes I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, affirmations are nothing but a lie. Like, I, <laughs> I love myself because I crack myself up. Four in the morning, opening up my little book. And I'm like, what lie am I going to tell myself today? And I was like, I am a good mother. <laughs> I choose which thoughts I want to think. And I was like, these are all fucking lies. I am a badass. And then I was like, Arlene, that's terrible. Because if you're walking into it like that, saying, oh, what lies am I going to tell myself today? And then you proceed to write down three lies then you are lying to yourself. But I was just joking. But then the next day I really did it. And I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> like I cracked my own self up. <laughs> Affirmations are not lies. Okay. But like I said, after a while, you start writing them for two years in a row. And you're like, what lie? <laughs> like I always say yoga. So I do yoga with Adrian. Total tangent. I do yoga with Adrian. And it's always like yoga for gardeners, yoga for self-doubt, yoga for um, busy moms. I don't know. I don't think she has that, you know, yoga for sleep, yoga for love. And I was like, every time somebody's like, you're going to do yoga. I'm like, I'm about to do yoga for some bullshit. (laughs) And just this very morning I was rolling out my mat and I was like, what yoga am I doing today? Some yoga. I was like, yoga for some bullshit. (laughs) Cause that's what it is every day. Some yoga from some, I keep saying it fucking wrong. That's what happens when I get too excited. I fuck up the joke. Every day I do yoga for some bullshit. So anyway, (laughs) so please look, yourself in the mirror so when it comes to me i'm accepting (laughs) total tangent i was like don't fucking forget where you were going with that and i forgot and then i remembered now i forgot again listen i'm accepting where i am today i am 210 pounds i am five six i have my knee replaced i got a big belly this gut is big i keep calling it my 50 inch waist because one time i measured this shit and it was like 50 something inches and i remember reading a long time ago like your waist you know quote unquote should be half your height in inches so i've always been 66 inches i'm five six five six is 66 inches so i'm 66 inches tall whenever i'm at a appointment 66 inches you know writing it down typing it out 66 inches on all the apps about losing weight and you know my fitness pal and all these you know beach body on demand you know all the apps they always want to know how many inches you are 66 so that means my waist should, again, quotes, quote unquote, should be 33 inches. So then I, I, I was going to say, wait, I measured my belly. That shit was like 50 something. I was like, <laughs> damn, I think I measured my thigh and my thigh was like 37 inches. And I was like, so my waist should be as big as my thigh. <laughs> I was like, ain't going to happen, baby. Ain't going to happen. We good. We good with my 50 inch waist. So I am accepting where I am and I am accepting that I am six months post-op op, you know, wow, post-op, I had surgery, how many replaced? I am accepting Arlene here. Now, and guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to compare myself to my past self. I'm not going to be like, 
I mean, I, I do it, but I don't, again, fixate on it and think about it all the time. Um, oh man, I ate like five hours ago. Why am I burping? Sorry. Because I love to be like, well, when you were 18, 19, and 20 years old, you would go to the gym for two hours, eat whatever you want, and you lost 50 pounds in three months. I'll never forget it because I did it three times. I gained it, lost it, gained it, lost it, and it happened. Hold on. There you go. Happened like that. I was like, holy shit. Three, four months later, 50 pounds down. At the gym, one, two hours, all cardio. I don't even remember lifting that much weights. And then I'm like, Arlene, baby girl, baby girl, Arlene, girl. Remember when you were 18, 19, 20 years old? You didn't, you didn't have kids. You didn't have a husband. You were single, ready to mingle. Um, I was gonna, what was I going to say? I don't even know. Something about Bacardi. Because I used to be an alcoholic. So I was going to say something about Bacardi. Why was I going to say something about Bacardi? I feel like there's a quote about like single, ready to mingle. And like, see, I don't even know. That's how old I am. Didn't have kids. Didn't have a husband. Even with drinking, again, still lost weight. Um... I also, I didn't, I wasn't diagnosed with a medical condition. My arthritis on my knee, I didn't even know I had it. I was just in pain all the time. I didn't think about it. Just pushed through. But I can't be like, Warlene, that's how you lost weight. How come you can't do it again? You're also 35, almost. You're almost 35. You're not 18, 19, 20 years old. Like, do not compare yourself to your past self, which leads me to don't be afraid to dream big and visualize about the future, to fantasize, to daydream. Today, at the six-month appointment, I asked him, I asked the doctor, I know that he's leaving me, but I asked him a bunch of questions and best believe I'm going to ask the next doctors until I die. (laughs) You know, I was asking him questions and what I was trying to say is I'm going to keep asking those doctors more and more questions and probably the same ones over and over again because I'm that kind of patient. Um, I asked him, I had text him, but then I asked him in person. I was like, well, can I get a tattoo? He's like, absolutely. So that's me dreaming about the future. Even with a knee replacement, I can still get a tattoo. Then I asked him, it's about to be summertime. Am I allowed to go to the pool, to go to the beach, to go to the reservoirs, to go on amusement park rides? Am I allowed? He was like, yeah. And I was like, well, I haven't traveled in five years. What about like the TSA, you know, traveling stuff? He's like, oh yeah, absolutely. And he was explaining stuff to me. So you see what I mean? Like I'm dreaming about the future. I'm thinking about the future. And like I'm on these Facebook page groups that I keep talking about and they're talking about um, you know, I got an infection six years. You know, my surgery was six years ago. I had an infection. They had to take out my knee and do all these things and give me a new knee and all these things. And, you know, I brought that up to him. He's like, Arlene, you can get an infection at any time, at any time, like right now, tomorrow. And then I was asking him, like, can I jump? Can I run? He was like, absolutely. And I was like, I will jump because if you've seen my reels or my stories or my TikToks, I've I've been posting about how I've jumped. And now my jumps are like an inch off the ground. So don't think I'm like this crazy parkour, like doing tumbling, like, no, I'm just little, little baby hops. And I remember my physical therapist saying, you girl, you can go on a run. And I was like, don't say the R word, the R word around me. We ain't running. We may jog. Maybe, maybe we ain't running. She's not a runner. She's not a track star, but we will jump. And when I say jump, I mean like little baby hops. So again, but like in 10 years from now, I kind of see myself doing a regular jumping jack. I haven't done a regular jumping jack. I talk about that all the time in my stories about modifying not being less than. So I have I do modified jumping jacks. And um, every once in a while, I will challenge myself, um, whatever like the full move is, I will be like, well, let me see if I can just do one or like half of one. And whatever it is, like I just, whatever the modified version is and whatever the real version is, I come up with a medium. And then I sometimes I just do it full out. Like I'll be doing yoga with Adrian and she'll be like, jump out. 
Um, oh, that's a good one, a burpee. I actually did a burpee. I, I didn't do like the jumping up part. Again, I just did, there's like five steps to a burpee. I did a few of them unmodified, basically, some of the steps. And I was so proud of myself, but then my back hurt. And then I was like, see, Arlene, that's why you don't do burpees. It wasn't, it wasn't ever your knee, it was your back. So we don't do burpees because of my back. I had to remember that. But it was so amazing to do a few burpees and not have my knee hurt during or after. So anyway, me visualizing about my body is being like, girl, you know, you are going to still lose some weight. And now again, it's for my own reasons. It has nothing to do with being aesthetically anything. I love my big old belly. My husband loves my big old belly. And honestly, that's all that matters. More the me part than the him part. But I do my, I do see myself um, getting my stomach smaller. Just a little bit, you know, toning up more. Being My main thing is just being strong. Like, I want to fuck somebody up. Like, I want to be able to just fight and just... Bye bye. That's Luna. She scared the crap out of me. But for I do want to be able to like fight somebody, which is I don't know why, but I just I want to be able to fight somebody. While she found her way in through the other door. We love her, Luna. Can't have a episode recording without somebody interrupting me. Good morning. Not good morning. I don't know why I said that. Hi, Mimi. Thank you, baby. Oh, downward dog. Oh, we love you, Luna. Anyway, so um, and then somewhere down the line, I would like to have a mommy makeover. I think is what it's called. Because I do have loose skin. Yeah, yeah, your girl's big. But I was looking at it. I was like, a lot of this is loose skin. So I'm dreaming big. I will get a mommy makeover. Get a little tummy tuck somewhere down the line. And I don't see anything wrong with that. When? I don't know. A long time from now. I'm talking like 10, 20 years. Soon. Soon. 10, 20 years. So, again, if you're listening in and you're going through any sort of change, if you're going through any sort of new beginning, what I want you to think about are these things, and we're going to wrap the episode with this, okay? We need you to accept where you are. Look in that mirror, baby. Accept where you are. Journal it out. Sing it out. Dance it out. Write it out. Go for a drive. Accept where you are. There's nothing wrong with where you are, okay? You are here for a reason. You are here for an absolute reason or a season, whatever, but you are here now. Accept it, okay? This is the truth that you're living and accept it, okay? Don't compare yourself to your past self, Everything that you went through led you to exactly where you are now. So so if anything, think your past self. Even if it was some crazy shit. Like, Marlene, a lot of crazy things happened to me. Well, baby, I'm sorry that you went through those things. You did not deserve to have any of those things happen to you, regardless of what they were. Or, you know, marriages and just things happening to you, your parents. But you are here now. And with whatever you know now, help the people around you and, and help your kids if you have them. Okay? Learn. So accept where you are. Do not compare yourself to your past self. And don't be afraid to dream big. Okay? So if you realize I did present, past, future, which I feel like is a big thing. And I, after I wrote all this down, I was like, look at you, girl. You smart. Make that to a podcast. <laughs> Share your knowledge with the world, baby. So don't be afraid to dream big. Okay? Whatever your dreams are, I'm telling you right now, they're not big enough. And if you're like, well, I don't want to say it out loud. Speak it into existence. My words are powerful. Write it down. Write it down. Keep it to yourself. Because I, I do feel like sometimes I say shit out loud and then the next day something bad happens to me. And we call that mal de ojo in Spanish. And I'm like, somebody put that bad juju on me because they're fucking haters out there. Believe it or not. They may you you may think that they're your friends, but they're all but they're haters. And I always talk to Cat Williams. He was like, if you got one hater today, you better figure out how to get another 15 by the end of summer. <laughs> so if you have a hater, get more. It means you're doing something right. So like I said, accept where you are. Don't compare yourself to your past self. Do not be afraid to dream big slash visualize the future. So we're done. 
I hope that you got whatever it is that you were working on. Again, working out, driving, cleaning, cooking, washing the dishes. I hope you finished that task. I hope that I was able to entertain you slash distract you and make you laugh. Um, again, if you love this podcast episode, share it with a friend, please, on your social media. I see people all the time posting shit on social media. I'm like, talked about that on my podcast. And I'm not afraid to say that anymore. Talked about that on my podcast. Talked about that on my podcast. Here's the link. Listen to it. I already talked about all the shit. <laughs> Listen to the episode. Go get your life right, baby. Okay. <laughs> We're done. But before we leave, let's do some affirmations. You know, that's how I end off the podcast. So let's take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath out. Relax your shoulders forward. And then move it back. Then put your shoulders to your ears and clench up. And then relax your shoulders. Unclench your jaw. You're probably clenching your jaw without even realizing it. So unclench that jaw. And if it's safe for you to if it is safe for you to do so, close your eyes. Unless you're driving. Don't do that. So really simple. Your three affirmations are either repeat after me, say it in your head, or write them down. I am worthy. You are worthy, my friend. I am capable. My friend, you are so capable. And I belong. Baby girl, baby boy, you belong. All right? With that, we are done. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Listening in. Like, rate, comment, share, subscribe, follow. Love you so much. Thank you for listening. My friend, love you so much. Bye. Have a good one. Bye.